Welcome to Padmutun, Armenian History Podcast. Padiyagak Padmutun, Hayots Padmutiana Podcaster. Welcome back. Welcome back to Podmutun. I'm Father Tadios Barsarian, and I'm here with my friend Peter Arginian, and I'm here with my friend. Yes. <laughs> what an episode today we have. Oh, oh, tragic, interesting. Uh, yes, it even involves a real place called the Castle of Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make that up. That's an actual real place in the story. Well, everything in this story seems made up. <laughs> People, events. If you remember our episode of David of Sassoon, oh. it's kind of like that. But this is all from the historical record as far as we can tell. Yeah, David of Sassoon was like, a, was it? it's similar. You're right. <laughs> like they come from there too. Although this, this is just going to be an episode, a podcast. But there was a opera made about this king, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the king. The episode today is about King Arshak the second. Arshak the second, yes, in fourth century. Right. Arshak the second in Arshakuni dynasty in Armenia. Yes. So he was the he wrote. So the the if you want his stats, like on the back of his baseball card, <laughs> he was the second son to Tigran the seventh. And uh, who his father ruled from 339 to 350. And Arshak ruled from, oh, I, I talked like I was going to say that, but then I didn't find his notes. Well, he ruled next. <laughs> he was right after his father. <laughs> he was right after. And dates aren't important because when you hear his story, you're going to, it's not going to matter. It's a timeless tragedy. It's not going to matter when exactly it happened. Yeah. He ruled, he reigned 338. 338. To 361. Okay. The last years of his, I mean, this is an interesting thing. Some of them, they say he ruled, started ruling 338. And then yeah. some, they say, no, 350. Yeah. But 367, some of them say he ruled, but the last years of his, as king, he was in prison. Right. He was not really uh yeah, he was technically the king, technically, but he wasn't on the throne. He was not on the throne. He was, yeah. Well, let's before before we get to that, let's mm-hmm. let's set the picture up a little bit. So he's an Arshakuni king, mm-hmm. and Arsh, the Arshasid Ar- dynasty of Armenia, they had a lot of problems with the Romans on one side mm-hmm. and the Persians on the other. So they were constantly choosing sides between the Sassanid oh, Persians yeah. and then the Romans, and they were fighting. Sometimes they were friendly, and sometimes they were. So the, in the middle of all this, uh, Tigran the seventh, Arshak's father is is he's king and he's a client king of Rome. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important because I think this this sets the tone for Arshak's life. So sometime during his reign, the Sassanid king King Shapur the second, mm-hmm. who's a very big, powerful Sassanian mm-hmm. king, launched a war on Rome and all of her allies. And starts by persecuting the Christians mm-hmm. in Persia and Mesopotamia. And then he next goes after Armenia. Now, Armenia is a Christian country, yeah. right? And we're not too far away from 
the Battle of Avarar yeah. in Vartan Mamigonian. We're about a hundred years before that. Before that, yeah. it's this Armenia is a new Christian country. New Christian country. We're only we've only been a Christian yeah. country. And then probably Christians didn't even know they come to Armenia. What? You are Christian? When did when did this happen? What? You guys, we're gonna send us a Christmas card. <laughs> what is that? what is this? <laughs> so Shapur is not happy. Shapur is like, you no, know, I don't like these Christians. You should be Zoroastrian. Yeah. So he takes all of of Tigran's family as hostages. Yeah. Including Arshak. Arshak. Well, now Tigran, Tira, in some Armenian sources, he's called Diran. In yes. some mostly English sources, he's called Tigran. Yeah. But the way I, I, I always knew him as Diran. Diran. Or Tiran. Or okay. Tiran. King Tiran. So King Diran and his family, they are taken to uh, Persia. And yeah. they are imprisoned. And Arshak among them too. Right. He was a child at the time, or he was young at the time, right when they were taken to uh, uh, to Persia with his uh, with his family. And Shapu said, "Well, your father is charged with the collusion <laughs> with Rome." <laughs> yeah, he picked the wrong side. He, <laughs> he picked the wrong, wrong side. Well, he, he didn't have many options. <laughs> you either choose this or that. He flipped a coin and it came up tails and he wanted it to be heads. Yeah. And so it, part of his... So not only does he, is Diran or Tigran get imprisoned, but his eyes get taken out by, by oh assassinating. My, yeah. Oh, it's just that he won't see Rome anymore. Right. That's it. You're not going to know which side you're, you're going. But Arshak, it seems, grew up, according to Pafstos Buzant, grew up in, uh, in Persia. Mm-hmm. And then he's uh, kind of ordained and uh, sent back to Armenia as a king. Right. Because as long as, he's a, as long as he stays neutral. As long as he stays neutral. And that's what he king. always tried to do. Yeah. To stay neutral, both to uh, Byzantium and to, to Persia. Isn't, isn't this kind of sad? It seems that... Armenia was doomed between these two empires. It mm-hmm. is it is either Persians, Rome, and we had, it seems we had no chance to survive. Yeah, yeah. We had no chance to survive after this. I don't, I don't know. How to gain power and things. And, you know, the, the Arshakuni dynasty started out strong and then slowly, slowly was losing yeah. power over a couple centuries. And this is really where you... Yeah. see a lot of that happening. This is kind of getting to the end of Arshakuni dynasty. Mm-hmm. It is no longer after Arshak that Armenia is divided for the first time. Mm-hmm. In 387 or so, I believe. And I mean. and but Arshak is described by Paftos Buzan <laughs> as hairy <laughs> and dark. <laughs> hairy and dark. His wife said the same thing about it's him. It's surprising because Armenians are blonde and, <laughs> and light. <laughs> That's surprising. <laughs> he didn't say anything about the nose, though. So maybe he had a small nose. <laughs> well, he, I think he wrote it, and Arshak said, "Just take that apart." Uh, just take that I, I, I don't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's back. Well, he does. We do know the next thing that happens is he gets married in 358 to a Greek woman named Olympias, mm. and at the same time, a historian Amianus Marcellinus described Arshak as a steadfast and faithful friend to the Romans. Oh. This is this this is going to spell trouble hmm. because his dad got in trouble for the same thing. Same thing. But here he is. You know, he gets released. You grow up a prisoner by the Persians. You get released, and instead of marrying a Persian Persian princess, which I'm sure he could have, he married a Greek 
yeah. woman. He married a Greek princess, and mm. he, you know, becomes the uh, steadfast friend of Rome. Yeah, at least that's how he he's described by this historian. But I think he was trying to play politics and games. He was friends with Persians, and then, well, let me do something with Greeks too. Let me try to kind of uh, be yeah. keep that balance. Right. Right. Between uh, Persia and but but it was definitely uh, difficult to keep that balance and to stay neutral. Yeah. Well, and yeah. especially now with King Shapur II on the throne, because he was he seemed to be out for blood. Yeah. He, uh, you know, at some point he starts to intensify his efforts. He tries to conquer Armenia once and for all. Yes. So he's yeah. not happy. And it says here that he bribed two Armenian noblemen, Mer- Merujan Artsuruni Artsuruni, and Vahan Mamigonian. Vahan Mamigonian. No, this is a Mamigonian. This yeah. is Vartan's great-grandfather. This is, yeah, Vartan's. Vartan's maybe not directly Gwent, but he's in the same dynasty. And they were they were traitors too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean we call them now, that's how we know them now, but back then they thought probably they were doing the right thing or they were trying to help or yeah. however Bahan Mamikonian and uh, Merujan Arzu they are known as kind of conspiring against Arshak and going against Arshak. But, but they were more like the spies, king. right? Yeah. Because they joined the royal mm-hmm. court. That was... Yeah. They were being paid by Shapur II, but they joined the royal court. Yeah. And, it, I, well, we'll find out how well that works. Because one detail we should remember about Diran is Diran was sold out by one of his court. Right. He turned him over to the Persians. There's always somebody who just... Was a spy or uh, or working against or a traitor or, a, but Arshak tried to uh, kind of do some uncondemned unconventional uh, things, going against some of the uh, uh, disloyal generals, some uh-huh. of the uh, dynasties they were not loyal to the to the throne or to Armenian kingdom, and severely severely punishing them too, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and he uh, he tried to build his own city. Mm-hmm. Arshakavan, and he called all the criminals, all all those who had dads or those who have, who have issues, just to come and live uh, in the city of Arshakavan. You'll get amnesty if you come you, and live here. You get amnesty. I'll get rid of you. Yeah. Don't know oh anybody anything. Where is Arshakavan? Do we know that? I don't know. That I, because it was destroyed by Armenian <laughs> generals, <laughs> and uh, is it wasn't it? And 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 it says approximately one hundred fifty thousand people lived there. That's a lot of people. That's he a lot was of trying people. to build his own army. Yeah, but I think this is another Armenian. He's Pafstos views, and then Pafstos likes making exaggerations too. Oh, okay. I don't think they have that many that many people people there. Uh, uh, but um, that would that well, you gotta wonder if. Um, you say, hey, there's a town, and if you're a criminal or if you have debt, you can go there and it'll all be wiped free. Yeah. Only the criminals and people with a lot of debt are going to go to that town. Everybody else says, you mean I can go live in a city that's full of criminals that yeah. have been <laughs> left free from prison? Sounds no, Yeah, it sounds great. I, I think, uh, you know, the historians they, they wrote at the time, they didn't like Arshak. Yeah. They didn't like his son either. 
uh, you know, Arsak had issues with the church and mm-hmm. historians, they were, <laughs> and, and this is coming from a priest, priest too. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and uh, maybe some part, I mean, there were a lot of disagreements. So, uh, I think that part that Arsak called a lot of criminals doesn't really, uh, may, may not be really true. They were just trying to, uh, yeah, this is how Arsak was. He called all the criminals, but I think there were a lot of people just, it was a city town. Yeah, and in, in any city town, there are criminals too. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I do think that there is some, uh, you know, trying to make him out worse than he was. Mm. But I, I think there's something really interesting about what he's trying to do. Yeah, he's trying to build an army that he is in Central charge. Of. Line, yeah, there's no, he's not relying on the royal families to send troops. He's not even relying on other generals. He wants to be the main one right. to sort of solidify power. Right. So he must not have you know, felt like he could trust a lot of people or felt like he could um, uh, rely, on, rely a on a lot of people. But as we're going to find out, I don't think he was, an, he was a suspicious person or an untrustworthy person. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he tried to do that to create his own, but... Because I think the the king at the time relied on Armenian dynasties to provide army, yeah. right? Like a, the different families, yeah, different the, families. Yeah. But he wanted to create his um, his own. Yeah. He, he's also uh, interested in Armenian church too at, yeah. at the time to strengthen uh, to strengthen Armenian church. Uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the. This is the upside, the nice part of the nice shots, part really. of it. Nice part of it. What is interesting is uh, there is this uh, person working at the palace, uh-huh. right? His name is Nerses. Nerses is a great uh, grandson of uh, Krikor. The Illuminator, Saint Gregory the Illuminator, mm-hmm. right? He's not a priest. He's just kind of a what do you call it? Uh, like a courtier. He's just working yeah, at, the at court, a court. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. Uh, you know different uh, relationships with other countries and things mm-hmm. like that. And and he's you know grandson of uh, Saint Gregory the Illuminator. That, that qualifies him to be <laughs> yeah. to be a Catholic. And Arshak said, "I want him to be a Catholicus." And uh, uh, and uh, historians said when he said that all the people came and started yes we want him to be our to be our Catholicos and uh, and although nurses first no he refused no no I don't want to be a Catholic I don't want to do that but then uh, then he becomes a Catholicos and then he then he said okay I'll take uh, I, I'll take but what is interesting is nurses the Great he's known as nurses the Great becomes one of the uh, significant features significant. Uh, 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 persons, person uh, in in the history of Armenian Church, mm-hmm. one of the uh, important Catholicos is that we uh, that we ever had someone who never had any clergy training, who didn't go to seminary, who was just he didn't didn't grow up as a monk or anything, but he becomes one of the great Catholicos of of Armenian Church that we ever that we ever had, wow. and he came to power. Suggested by the, it was not uncommon at the time for the king to, right. to suggest the head of the church or to call a ecumenical meeting and things like that. So it was not uncommon. But Nerses does a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. 
You want to go over some of the things that he uh, he does. Yes. So again, Armenia, with with Arshak, I mean with with, uh, with Arch, yes, but he he's kind of been the architect mm-hmm. to do this for for Arshak. The 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 country's only been a officially Christian nation for thirty years now, mm-hmm. right? Or sixty years? Mm-hmm. Sorry, sixty years. So he establishes many monasteries, mm-hmm. so that there's a place now for monks to go away from life mm-hmm. and to be monks, which is important for Orthodox Church to have mm-hmm. monasteries. Have monasteries, and also they can give training to spread the gospel. He built a lot of hospitals, yeah. which is a big, you know, an important thing. I mean, th- think about that—that that ministry or mission of building hospitals and shelters comes to Europe. Centuries and centuries later, when churches start building, mm-hmm. but uh, Onesis is doing it now here in fourth century, yeah, right from the beginning, and we like this is the mission of the church to take care of those who are who are weak, who are sick, who need help. Mm-hmm. He also founded many schools mm-hmm. to teach Assyrian and Greek, mm-hmm. and because the Holy Bible was read in those languages at the mm-hmm. time. I think it's interesting. Do they? Do you think that they meant? Uh, um, not Assyrian, um, Aramaic. No, I don't think it was Assyrian because the Assyrian, the Assyrians had had uh, Syriac. Yeah, they had translated the Bible. Okay, into that. Yeah. So, monasteries, hospitals, mm-hmm. schools. Mm-hmm. So people are you know building the education system. Yeah, he's writing a lot of things, and he's telling people to be merciful, even yep. to. Uh, to to rulers to be merciful to even to slaves at a time yeah treat and, and equal treat them that. equally uh, he is writing about uh, all the pagan rituals yeah uh, about uh, how to be uh, to have commitment in marriage he's talking about uh, not to get drunk <laughs> yeah getting rid of revenge killings, yeah revenge kill, which is common in eastern part of the until now I mean yes I I mean, revenge killings that. Um, yeah, I mean, Armenia was becoming, even with all, despite all the difficulties, interesting, uh, very so, uh, unique place, I believe. So is Nurses the Great known as one of the people that helped uh, kind of solidify how Christianity is in Armenian Armenian society? I think he has solidified that, right, the social role of the church too. Okay. The role of yeah. the church and mission of the church. And he's also known as the Catholicos of Mercy and things like that too. So uh, he influenced the church uh, moving forward from him too. I think uh, he uh, he's an important, he played an important role. And it really describes... How life probably changed for the average person mm-hmm. during the under the reign of Arshak. Yeah, I mean, he, some of the ideas that he's talking about they come later in uh, in uh, in Europe. How to treat others, merciful and hospitals and all of those things. That uh, I mean, I recently watched a documentary about revenge killings in Chechnya and other parts, and people are still talking about. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is, uh, is nurses the is his writing as well regarded and well known as as uh, uh, some of the other church leaders? Yeah, he wrote some uh, hymn hymnals, some some hymns, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he wrote in a uh, in a style of alphabet too. I believe I don't know what you 
what do you call that? But he wrote a lot of hymns, I think. Maybe used until now in the church. Interesting. Yes, it's the great. So yeah. I guess if you want to, would you say, if you want to be somebody important in the church, you should go hang out in a royal uh, court? Court, and then, and then <laughs> convince them. You might, you might get... No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's nurses is doing all these great things for the Armenian people. What what is Arshak trying to do? He's trying to take Armenia to a new level of power. Yeah. So he's rewarding loyal officials, punishing other ones, and um, in the you know building his city. Uh, I think it's really interesting is that they already talk about Nacharars. Mm-hmm. That that's already a term. That's already a, a yeah nobles nobles yeah. yeah. And it seems all of them are against us <laughs> because they they realize, I think, that they're losing power. Mm-hmm. If Arshak becomes powerful, that they're losing power. Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, there was never that unity. Yes. Against, the, uh, around the king. It was always against the king. If the king is weak, then we are more powerful. Mm-hmm. If the king is powerful, then we are losing. We will become weak. So they always try. There's always that clash. I wonder if it would be interesting to look at all the Arshakuni kings and to see if the ones who are kings are the ones that have were given legitimacy by the Persians or by the Romans. Hmm. So in other words, that was the royal family that people outside of Armenia, the leaders outside the rest of the world said, we're going to talk to this guy. Yeah. We don't want to talk to the other. All to the, the others. Yeah. But Arshak and uh, Nerses, they had disagreements at some point. <laughs> yes, they did. They, they started having disagreements, especially when it comes to politics, uh-huh. uh, when it comes to loyalty, when it comes to uh, 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 interests. And I think Nerses was uh, uh, more leaning towards the, the West, towards uh, Greeks and... and uh, and 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 Arshag even even at some point uh, Nerses leaves. Uh, mm-hmm. He's uh, he he goes to a monastery and he says I'm not Catholicus anymore. Yeah, he just leaves. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then Arshag convinces him to come back, and then uh, he sends him to uh, to Rome because Rome was trying to invade Armenia, mm-hmm. according to some sources. And then Arshag says, Would you go and talk to them? Would you go and talk to, talk to them? And at the time, there says when he goes to Byzantine to Rome, the the, the emperor was uh, was uh, uh, one of the followers of Arius. Arius ah. was this uh, heretic, and then Nerses spoke against Arius. So so uh, Nerses is in prison <laughs> there, and then later he comes, and I think it was during uh, the reign of Arshak's son mm. when he returns and. That's another story we have to talk about. Well, can I tell... Can, <clears throat> this seems like a good time to tell a story about one of the reasons why um, Nersus might have fallen out with Arshak. Mm-hmm. And it's about Arshak's wife. <laughs> Not his wife, Olympia, his second wife. So, Faransem. How do you, how do you say... Paransem. Paransem. Mm-hmm. So, Paransem, she was from Sayunik. She was a princess from Sayunik in Armenia. Daughter, daughter of Andovik. Who's a Nacharar? She was extremely well known for her beauty and modesty. So she was oh. this beautiful woman, 
but also a very modest, very, you know, there was a grace and, and uprightness about her, at least in her appearance. Uh-huh. So first she was married to a prince named Gnell, who was Arshak's nephew. And there was another cousin, Tirit, who was jealous. And so he spread this rumor that Gnell was trying to usurp the throne from Arshak. Okay, so he's like, I'm going to get him in trouble. I'm just going to start a rumor that Ganel is is trying to, you know, kill yeah. Arshak and take the throne. So Arshak, hearing about this, and there's a larger story about this that happens at Navasar, the summer, the, the old Armenian New Year, where he takes Ganel out on a hunting trip and then kills him. Yeah. You know, kind of a, you know, he, he was trying to... I thought Punished. he was a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw a bear a, coming toward. You're dark and hairy. <laughs> dark and <laughs> you know, he's trying to punish the disloyal people. <laughs> so he kills him. And then at the funeral, Tirit comes and tries to uh, console Paransam and says, Listen, I'm way more of a man than Ganel ever was. You should be married to me. And this got around to, to Arshak. And Arshak immediately knew that what he had happened? been. Yeah. Oh, and, he, and this is and then he takes he takes this one to hunting. He lets go hunting. <laughs> he says, Do it. Are you are you available next week? Next week I'm, <laughs> I'm going hunting. Why don't you join us? <laughs> so in a twist, nobody saw coming. He kills Tyrion and then marries Paransam. Oh, so Paransam becomes goodness. his wife, his second wife. <laughs> well, she may have been modest. Then says Paransam says very very serious. I don't. Uh, he, <laughs> uh, he had to go do some things. I don't. He just left. He just left. <laughs> he said, "Don't worry about me. <laughs> I'll be fine." I'll be fine. Yes. Don't look. Don't come looking for <laughs> don't, me. Don't do it. Don't report. Don't, don't report. I'll be fine. But why, why don't you? What if we get married? There's no one else left. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> listen. I'm like Canel. You can marry me. Yeah. I feel so bad about Canel. Oh. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. You would want me to be your husband. Before he died, that's what he said. That's what he said. I was not there, but that's what he said. I'm, I'm sure this didn't hurt that Arshak was the king, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so they get married, and then they have a son, mm-hmm. Pop. Papa's. Pop, Bob. yeah. Uh, and a really key thing was that Olympia, I don't think he had children with Olympia. Mm. Or if he did, he didn't have a son. He didn't have an heir. Mm-hmm. Well, Paransem was jealous of Olympia. She mm-hmm. may have been beautiful and modest, but she was also jealous. And so she plotted to have her killed. So Olympia knew this was going to happen. So she wouldn't eat anything. She's like, poison was the way everybody did it back in the day. Yeah. This was before uh, cleaner, cleaning, chemical cleaning <laughs> materials. So she's only going to eat what she gets from her... Uh, from her ladies-in-waiting. Well, here's the reason I think Nurses said, I'm done with this family, is Paransim convinced a priest to poison the oh, Holy Communion goodness. that Olympia was taking. And so that's how Olympia was poisoned, and that's how then she died. And so I think this was the last straw for the Catholicos Nurses, and he's like, I'm done. I'm going to leave you guys. Yeah. If, and, and probably also that he had two wives, too. <laughs> that, too. Yes. Nurses had just spent, you know, years going around the country saying, mention there should only be one wife, one husband, and here the king is with a bunch of them. Well, the, nurses. I, the lesson is 
There's a lot of lessons in this. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't go hunting for us with the kink. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, yeah, don't go hunting. Don't, don't start rumors. Don't start rumors. <laughs> don't, if the kings, you know, don't cross the king. And only receive communion from your pastor. Only, <laughs> yes, only receive communion from your pastor. <laughs> But I, I mean, things back then were, were different. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Well, let's let's uh, let's get into the. So there's a lot of drama in his life going on, but at least he had a son. He's got a son, which is good because he's going to need a son. Because guess who's back? Shopware the second is back. Yeah. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. He's fighting. Uh, but you know, he he conquers some fortresses, or he gets. They go to war against the Persian Roma, Rome, and the Romans give him some fortresses, mm-hmm. including Nisbis. Which you know is an important fortress south of Armenia, but he doesn't get anything in Armenia. So Shapur decides to sue Arshak for peace talks, mm-hmm. and when he arrives, Arshak is taken prisoner. Yeah, I think Romans they abandoned Arshak too, kind of. Yeah, they they left him alone against uh, Shapur, and uh, and Arshak first was. Uh, You know, with Vasak Mamikonian. Vasak yes. Mamikonian was the was the general. His yeah. general. They were they were resisting. They were pushing him back, and and Shapu couldn't do couldn't do much. Again, according to uh, historians, and Shapu said, "Why don't you come to a uh, Persian? Let's talk about it." Yeah. Now this is not Vahan Mamikonian. This is Vasak Mamikonian. This is Vasak. Yeah. So this isn't the guy that Shapu paid to. to yeah. yeah. No, this is Arshak's general. This is yeah. his. Uh, this is like the right hand. Yeah. Uh, he's the main general for the kingdom, so they go to. Uh, they go meet to meet meet Shapur. Meet, meet Shapur. They go to the capital. Uh, that's an interesting story. What happens there? Yes, this is uh, this is very dramatic. So Arshak is mm-hmm. taken prisoner. They were, Im- immediately they are immediately. they are taken yeah to jail. They were just no peace talks and we are done. That's it. You are yeah, but Vasak. He was killed, and it even it's rumored that he was skinned. He was skinned. Yeah, here is the story. I have this in Armenian. That was the f- first paragraph I had here. Uh, there is actually conversation oh. between Shapu and uh, Vasak, according to. Uh, so Vasak Mamikonian was not as tall, was not as big. He was just actually short guy. Oh, okay. And uh, and Vas and Shapu comes in and says, oh. So it's you, huh? <laughs> Because back, he did, there was no pictures. There yeah, was no. Yeah. So so he said, "Really? Is that is that you making all this trouble? You're just here." <laughs> uh, so Vasag was actually short and small and not as big. And uh, uh, he says, "You, you, you were the one that were uh, there was you know torturing all my." All my uh, uh, courageous soldiers, uh, you were killing a lot of my soldiers. Uh, how you go? How are you going to get away from me now? <laughs> and Vasak is uh, Vasak is on his knees, and his his sword is taken away from him too. Vasak says, uh, "You now you see me now small and short, but when I had my sword, when I had when I was in Armenia." I had when I put my first feet on you, you were crushed. 
and then when I put my other foot on the on the other side, there was the Roman Empire there, <laughs> or Byzantium. There was uh, there was Christ. That I had two mountains under my feet. One was you, one was uh, one was uh, the Romans, uh, the Greeks, the Byzantium. He says every time I would put my feet, my foot, one mountain would go down. You, you, and then uh, 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 and then uh, there were the Greeks. Uh, and then after that, Shapu gets really upset. He's uh, offended. He's like, "What? Well, you're going to?" So they they skin him actually in front of Arshak. Oh, which is terrible. Yeah. And then they put they put a they put some uh, hay or uh, and, and they just put his skin right in front of Arshak. So Arshak they hang kind of until Arshak can see all the time his mm. beloved general. Yeah. General there, but there is another episode now with Arshak. Right. Do you want to share that? What happens? This is so. This the is, conversation between Shapu and Arshak. I don't have. The, you tell me the conversation. The co- conversation when uh, uh, when Shapu now he has to deal with Arshak. Yeah. So he's trying to first convince him. You know. So he says, bring a, a soil Persian soil uh-huh. and put one side of the room. Uh, spread one side of the room and then put Armenian soil, spread Armenian soil the other side of the room. And he, and he, and he puts his hand around Arsha and says, let's walk, let's talk about this. So every time they go to a Persian soil, Arshak is very weak. Arshak says, I'll do whatever you say. You are the ruler, you are the king, you are a friend. I'll, I'll just do whatever you say. And then when they get to Armenia, so he says, you, you, evil, I'm going to rebel against you as soon as I get to Armenia. I'm going to fight against you. I'm going to uh, fight for Armenia. And then Arshak says, that's it. Uh, Shapu said, that's it. We are done here. <laughs> Take him to prison. <laughs> so he realized that if he goes to Arme- back to Armenia, he's going to rebel against, against him. So... That's such a good image too of them walking back and forth in the room, <laughs> changing, changing the energy in the room changes when he crosses over onto Armenian soil and back into Persian yeah. soil. Well, he takes him to the uh, castle. This is my favorite name of a <laughs> castle prison ever, the Castle of Oblivion. Oblivion. <laughs> How do you say it in Armenian? What's the is it Armenian Anhush? Anhush. A place without memory. Anhush. Without, without a place without memory. Yes, yeah. that would be oblivion. Yeah. Just kind of emptiness. Just well. Anhush has no memory. Has no remembrance. Has no no kind of missing that place. Yeah, it sounds Anhushpe. like something out of Harry Potter. Hush, hush is is uh, when somebody leaves a le- kind of legacy. Oh, or that was uh, or remembrance, or that's what happens when an Armenian basketball player hits a shot. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oblivion. That's your favorite part. The castle of oblivion. Mm-hmm. So he's there, and he can't stop. So one thing, he can't stop Shapur, who's going to go now and invade Armenia and try to conquer them, and try to convert them to Zoroastrianism. Yeah. Which. This we now know is something that is an ongoing battle for right. a long time. Right. It turns time. out this actually this before we think that Avada is the first episode when Persians tried to convert them back to a pagan. It actually happened. It's like hundred years before that. Hundred years before, yeah, yeah. And they and they're going. Meanwhile, let's go back to Paransim because Paransim is trying to. Protect, is she still around? She's trying to protect Bob. She's got. 
She's got the heir apparent. She's oh, got the prince of yes. Armenia. Oh, yes. So they go to... So as Shapur is conquering Armenia, she takes all the money. She takes the money and runs. She takes the Armenian treasury and Bob and go and hides in the fortress of Artogerasa. Oh. Artogerasa. So at this point, the Romans lobby to get Bob free. Mm-hmm. And they let him go. But Farantzim, uh, she falls to the uh, to the to the Persians, mm. and she ends up dying, oh. trying to trying to fight her way out of the castle. Yeah, but at least she saved. Uh, she saved Bob. She saved Bob. Well, she gave her life for Bob. I yeah. mean, who's the next king of Armenia? Who's the next king but, of Armenia? But let's go back to what you said. You know, at the beginning of this, is that. You know, Arshak is still technically the king, but mm-hmm. he's in the castle of oblivion. He's in the castle of oblivion. So what happens to him there? Yeah, well, he's there in oblivion. Of course, he's uh, he's named as a king, but he's not really acting as a king. And of course, he's a prisoner. Yeah. He's a prisoner. And at that time, Shapu is still having troubles, troubles and problems with others mm-hmm. in his own kingdom. And there are Armenians serving for Shapu too, right? Mm-hmm. There is this... Uh, Soldier, Drastamat. Uh, Drastamat. Uh, and Drastamat is, uh, uh, is, is this good general who is fighting for Shapu against Kushans or others, I don't know, and when they were trying to uh, take the throne away from Shapu. And, and he's, he's this courageous soldier. Uh, and, and, and Shapu says... Hey, you, you fought really good for me. I'm thankful. Ask me anything you want. Yeah. First, Drastamat says, uh, PlayStation 5. What? I can't find that. It's, 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 ask something else. Ask something else. He says, well, can I see Arshak? <laughs> He's in prison. Says, that I can do. Sure. That I, that I can That I can do. Uh, and then uh, Drastamar goes to visit Arshak. And I have that episode. Yeah, uh, let's hear it. In Armenian too. I have that episode in Armenian too. So, uh, and he goes uh, and the king is there. He's, of course, chained and he doesn't look like a king. Uh, and uh, and Drastamat uh, takes all the chains and frees him, and uh, and and the king said, "Whatever Drastamat asked, uh, you do it." Yeah. So he he puts together this wonderful uh, party for Arshak. They are uh, they are singing together. There is a lot of food. They bring all kinds of food, whatever they ask. Uh, and meat, and of course, that's not how they fed prisoners back, especially back then. So uh, he even gives him a bath. Wow, Arshak, and he puts. He says, "Bring his, uh, bring his uh, royal vestments. Bring his royal uh, robe. Bring him and dress him as a king." Mm. So he dresses him as a king, and he sits in uh, head of the table. And they uh, they reminisce about the old days, how they were fighting, how they were so uh, great together. And Arshak is reminded of his greatness, of his greatness. Arshak is reminded, and 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 uh, so he makes him happy. Drastamal makes him happy, and then 
uh, and he's all, in the, all the while also he's trying to console him and to comfort him. You know, this is it's mm-hmm. all right. It's okay. Hopefully things will get better. But then right at the time, the servers, they bring fruit. They bring apples and other things. Yeah, <laughs> and they put a knife. They put a knife for them to cut. the. And Arshak takes that knife and he puts right in his heart, stabs himself. And the Rastama takes the knife, takes it out, and, and he kills himself too. Wow. After that. Yeah. So that... So tragedy. What a, what a tragic story. I mean, betrayed, put in jail, and just... When every first opportunity he gets, he just... He couldn't back go back, I guess, to those chains. He was torture. Yeah. I him. think of those, you know, the... Those movies of, you know, medieval pictures of, you know, uh, uh, prisoners chained up, their arms mm-hmm, spread mm-hmm. out, and they're hanging from the wall like that. Yeah, which you cannot, you cannot be alive, yeah. stay alive for too long if you're chained like, because your yeah. blood will, <laughs> yeah. your hands, you can't. Wow. Yeah. But that's how uh, the... The reign of Orshak ends. He killed himself in general. Obviously, he had a. He was, a, I think, a, he tried to uh, do something different. Mm-hmm. He tried to save the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm wondering if it was too little, too late. It's hard. It's hard to know. It's hard to know if. If it was possible to pick a side between Persia and Rome. That would have yeah any side you pay and that would have yeah it would have kept Armenia you know independent country you know I think he really did a lot to try and raise his own army right because that becomes an issue for the next hundred years and even the Battle of Avaray in 451 the Armenians were outnumbered right right you know greatly outnumbered by the Persians yeah so you know he was. He, he really did his best. And I think, you know, there there's a lot that... Uh, there's a lot of tragedy. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of this, there's Nurses the Great. And there's a lot of yeah. what happened in the kingdom because of that. And mm-hmm. that came about because of what Arshak did. Yeah. Arshak chose him and said, I want you to, to be help build this. Yeah. But so other than Oblivion, what is your other favorite part of this? <laughs> 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 oh, I really like the Castle of Oblivion. Oh, the name. <laughs> I want to know where it is. I wonder what they call it in Persian. I wasn't able to find that. What What do they call it? Well, an Armenian Hushd. I wonder what they call it in Persian. It's I probably got a really Some good name. Azkaban. Azkaban. Sami. What was that? <laughs> here when Conan says here I give you these tens he's called <laughs> <laughs> so, something like that <laughs> uh, one, one of the things I really like about this story is the nurses part because what you see in that is you get to actually see what might be happening for the average mm-hmm. person in Armenia and not just the games that mm-hmm. the Game of Thrones that the ruling parties are playing yeah because so much of what we know about Armenian kings is, did they strike a coin? What were the dates of the, you know, what were the dates of the rulership? Did they strike a coin? And did who did they go to war with? Right. 
Or did they lose to Rome and beat Persia or lose to Persia and beat Rome? So with this story, we get to actually see a little bit about what happened to the average person. Right. They moved to a new town. They moved to a new town. They got a hospital in the neighborhood. Right. You know. You don't hear that much. You know. No, you don't hear much about other stories. What about for you? What's your favorite? I think for me, favorite part is that he tried to uh, strengthen the uh, independence of Armenia, kind of, and tried to uh, play that role for the first time of being uh, neutral, uh, and he tried to uh, create that central power. Uh, for Armenian king to be strong and to be powerful. But I guess uh, beyond the enemies, foreign enemies, there was a lot of uh, uh, resistance within the country too by these powerful Naharars, by these powerful um, dynasties around. And unfortunately, he was not he was not successful, but obviously he was loved by many people, I think, by a lot of generals, and he had a lot of loyal people that understood what he's what he is doing on the other hand he was he was he was naive too he was not you know canel was able to, so he was able to, they were able to manipulate him too easily as you said he was yeah. not as uh, uh, suspicious or yeah. uh, so they were able to even when Shapu calls him and says, come to a... Really, Shapu is going really to talk yeah. to you? Yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> We've been, he's, he's been fighting and hasn't yeah. been able to talk uh, yeah. to you. Just, just to... okay, we can, we can talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy who's tried to evade Armenia at least three times. Yeah, up to yeah. That point. And when somebody knocks on the door and, and, and then he, <laughs> he said, open the door. It's police. <laughs> he, said, he says, uh, well... Uh, who are you? He says, we are the police. He says, how many of you? He says, two of us. Says, you can talk to each other. <laughs> so it's off shop. We're like, well, you, we can talk. We send, send uh, messengers and we can talk, talk through messengers. But I guess he was, he was uh, trusting and uh, 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 he was not. A, but again, Nerses is a success story, I mm-hmm. guess. And he was in a difficult time. He was in a difficult time. And he tried to do his best to survive. I'm just wondering why he Shapu kept him as a prisoner and didn't didn't kill him and finish right. Probably Arshak asked for that too. I mean, why are you keeping me as prisoner? You're not going to send me back. Yeah, and that's why he just couldn't take it anymore. I, I wonder if I wonder if if it would have been too much for Rome hmm. if Rome would have said, you know, you can't kill him because he was friendly with Rome. Maybe there was maybe holding somebody prisoner for forty years wasn't yeah. a problem, but yeah. you better not kill them. Yeah, I don't know. But again, uh, I think we call Armenia Kingdom Independence, but I don't think there was that. I think that independence had limits, unfortunately, mm-hmm. of what you can do and what you cannot do, and and uh, going one side versus the other was going to have uh, some difficult consequences. I think, and also. Unfortunately, uh, he was a victim of that, too. Well, you know, you mentioned that he was popular. Yeah. And this, we can't end this episode without mentioning that this Arshak II is one of the great Armenian operas. Yeah. 
as you could probably tell from the story, it's yeah. very dramatic. Yeah. So it would make a great opera. It would make a great, great and opera. Have you, have you, I've never seen. I've it. never seen, seen it. Seen it either. They don't. They don't do it. They don't play it often at the opera house in Armenia. Probably it's difficult. I think it's Italian composer. Oh, Chuhajan. Tigran Chuhajan, isn't it? Yeah. Chuhajan wrote the uh, wrote the opera. So I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure it'll be it'll be great. Hopefully we can see it. Yeah. Well. Another episode of Padmuchun. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the story of uh, Arshak and lessons we learned. And uh, thank you for joining us today.